0: Welcome to episode 112 of Special Situation Investing. Saying Fortitude Gold, ticker symbol F-T-C-O, has been on my watch list for years would be an overstatement. More accurately, I noticed it as a new spinoff mid-2021, it had spiked right out of the gate and casually concluded the opportunity had been missed. With my preference for asset light royalty companies over capital intensive miners, I gave the company little attention over the years since. That was until a random conversation on Christmas Day prompted a few questions about the company. I finally dug deeper, and what I found was not what I expected. Fortitude Gold was originally part of Gold Resource Corporation, G-O-R-O. It was spun out to shareholders on December 31st, 2020. Shareholders received one share of Fortitude for every 3.5 shares held of G-R-R-O as of December 28th, 2020. Today's focus is not the spinoff transaction, but a few details help understand the company as it stands three years later. For starters, the company was a natural candidate to be split up, with two very different sections, two gold mines in Mexico and a handful of gold mining properties in Nevada, USA. Post-spinoff, Fortitude owned the Nevada properties, and GRRO owned the assets in Mexico. As is always the case with spinoffs, it's insightful to see what company the original management ended up in. In this case, three of Fortitude's four executive officers all came over from Gold Resources. Fortitude's vice president of corporate development, chief financial officer, and CEO all once filled these roles at Gold Resources. During one interview, the CEO, Jason Reed, said the original plan was for him to be CEO of both companies, but in order for the companies to be distinct enough to allow the spinoff to be tax-free, he could only be CEO of one. If the stock price action between the two companies is any indication, it appears he chose wisely. The chart below shows Fortitude starting at $3.30, increasing to $8.45, and currently sitting at $6.26. Gold resources, on the other hand, steadily decreased from $2.77 to $0.29, nearly a 90% decrease. So what is Fortitude Gold? Here's a slightly condensed version of how the company describes itself on its website. Fortitude Gold is a junior gold producer with operations in Nevada, USA, one of the world's premier mining-friendly jurisdictions. The company is led by an industry-experienced and proven management team who previously directed Gold Resource Corporation. Fortitude Gold targets high-grade, gold, open-pit, heap-leach operations averaging 1 gram per ton gold or greater. Our flagship Isabella Pearl Mine reached first gold production in April of 2019, just over 10 months from the project groundbreaking. The deposit's proven and probable gold-grade average is estimated at 3.05 grams per ton gold, with the high-grade pearl zone of the deposit estimated to average approximately 4 grams per ton gold. At December 30th, 2019, total mine life of the Isabella Pearl deposit was estimated at 4.5 years, at an average of approximately 40,000 ounces of gold per year production run rate, after the initial 12-month production ramp-up. The company's property portfolio consists of 100% ownership of five high-grade gold properties. All five properties are within an approximate 30-mile radius of one another, within the prolific Walter Lane Mineral Belt. Note a sixth property was bought since this section of the website was updated. Our business strategy is to grow organically, remain debt-free, and distribute to substantial dividends. End quote. In summary, Fortitude is a junior gold miner. Perhaps you, like us, don't usually care for miners, or maybe you do. Either way, here's a few of the things that caught our attention. Fortitude Gold's strategy differs from most junior gold miners. In addition to attracting investors looking for gold exposure, it draws in those seeking yield by distributing a sector-leading dividend. Attracting a larger pool of investors, Fortitude seeks to outperform its peers, both with greater potential upside and less downside. So far the strategy appears effective. Take a look at the two charts below. The one on the left shows Fortitude outperformed its peer group, ETF, the GDXJ, since being spun out. The one on the right shows a time frame that eliminates the large spike Fortitude had right after spinoff. It shows that even while decreasing, it decreased less than its peers. Management plans to maintain this differentiation between Fortitude and its peers by focusing on profitability, not growth. This quote by Reed stood out, If you step back and look at Fortitude Gold in the broader spectrum of the mining space in producers, 40,000 ounces a year isn't impressing anybody. I don't mind that because I'm not trying to impress anybody with the amount of ounces we produce. I don't want to ever be the largest producer. I don't want to just grow. I want to be one of the most profitable producers. End quote. So far, the company is proving quite profitable. It has an average net margin of 22% over the past three years. This has allowed the company to build up cash of $52 million on a $142 million market cap and employ an average combined $20 million in drilling and capex each year, all while maintaining an average dividend yield of 7%. Supporting all of this is the fact that Fortitude has one of the lowest all-in-sustaining costs, AISC, in the industry only $625 per ounce, compared to the global average of $1,350. In today's gold market, Fortitude can produce an ounce of gold for $625 and sell it for over 2000 It's quite impressive. At this point, one should be asking, how does Fortitude maintain this outstanding performance, and can it continue? The key to answering both questions lies in understanding Fortitude's properties. Fortitude's crown jewel the Isabella Pearl Mine, is currently the company's only producing mine. That this mine was up and running in only 10 months and has low-cost economics is what allowed Fortitude to quickly meet its dividend goal. The Isabella Pearl is low-cost because it is an open pit mine, which is cheaper than underground mining, and because it has exceptionally high grade compared to other US open pit mines. Grade, for those who don't know, is how the industry quantifies the amount of product, in this case gold, in each ton of earth mined. Isabella Pearl has grades north of 3 grams per ton. Compared to the comparable US open pit mines, most of which have grades of less than 0.5 grams per ton. So the Isabella Pearl is the answer to how Fortitude has provided its outstanding results thus far. But unfortunately the mine's days are numbered. In 2019, its total mine life was projected to end mid-2024, Due to further discoveries on-site, production is now expected to continue through mid-2025 with the potential for more extensions. To maintain the production past 2025, the plan initially depends on production from two other properties, County Line and Golden Mile. Both properties have been extensively drilled with promising results, and both have permits waiting approval from the Bureau of Land Management. Both County Line and Golden Mile are geographically close to Isabella Pearl. As a result, management plans to use what it calls a hub and spoke method, by which it will utilize Isabella Pearl's infrastructure as much as possible while extracting from these other mines. This will limit the need to build full mines at the other two sites. As an example, the County Line property is just 14 miles from Isabella Pearl. The plan is to truck the aggregates from County Line to Isabella Pearl, necessitating only minimal infrastructure on site. This should have two effects quicker approval by the BLM since there's less to approve, and cheaper production. While County Line is the closest property to Isabella Pearl, the plan is similar for the other mining properties. Use the hub and spoke method to efficiently mine 40,000 ounces per year while maintaining Fortitude's low AISC and high dividend. While they are not yet in production, drilling confirms all of Fortitude's properties have grades above 1%. Since its properties have respectably high grades and can benefit from the economies of scale due to close proximity, a path to maintaining low costs and high dividends and remaining a more profitable miner appears possible. As we approach our conclusion, here's a quick bullet point list of a few other things that stood out about Fortitude. Number 1. Unlike many mining companies, Juniors in particular, that use dilutive share issuances to fund growth, Fortitude funds its exploration and mine development with cash flow. It has kept its share count at 24 million since inception. It plans to maintain this track record moving forward. Number two, management showed that they are invested in the company when they left Gold Resource Corporation and joined Fortitude. Additionally, all four executives own common stock, ranging from the CEO's ownership of 6% of shares outstanding. Another owns 3%, another owns 2%, and the last two own 1%. This ownership is not as high as we'd like to see, but it's better than nothing. Number three. Even though it's a minor, Fortitude doesn't have thousands or even hundreds of employees. At the time of its latest annual report, it employed 60 full-time employees, including the four executive officers, and employed approximately 35 individuals through third parties. Additionally, services such as environmental permitting, mining, service exploration, drilling, and trucking are all contracted out on a case-by-case basis. Low headcount decreases the chance of high inflation impacting the company's bottom line too hard. Number four. Here's one that blew my mind. The company actually has a small but growing stash of gold and silver bullion that it builds by keeping some of its own product. In the latest earnings call, The CEO said that he believes all gold miners should put their money where their mouth is. If they think gold is such a great investment, they should own it. He added the following. We took advantage of the volatility in the gold price during the quarter to add to our growing physical metal bullion holdings as part of our treasury diversification program. We now hold both physical gold and silver bullion in our treasury. End quote. That gold and silver bullion in treasury is now approaching the value of $1 million as can be seen In its annual and quarterly reports. Another reason the CEO said they own the bullion is for the threat of inflation. And last, and number five, before we leave the inflation topic, Fortitude's management has also stocked up on much of the supplies needed to build out their next two mines. They said they saw the prices of everything going up and noticed cracks in supply chains, and they thought it best to get things while they could. This is just one more example, of many, of management running the company in a very common sense manner. In conclusion, there's much more that could be said about Fortitude Gold. I didn't even get to talk about one of the properties that potentially has a multi-million ounce deposit. No joke. But I'm okay with that, because that's not what impressed me about the company. I was impressed by its unique, straightforward strategy for rewarding shareholders. The company is officially on the watch list, but neither my co-host or I are shareholders at present. On that topic, while we're fans of dollar cost averaging into positions, not putting capital to work in fortitude was an easy decision. This is because fortitude is not our best idea. As discussed in our piece, Position Size, we allocate to our best idea until it is no longer our best idea. Currently, Fortitude is not even in the top five. My co-host and I have recently had a few conversations about allocation, as our number two pick is flirting with becoming number one. Perhaps we'll talk more about that in our next portfolio update. If you want to make your own decision about Fortitude Gold, I highly recommend you start by reading the Value Investors Club write-up, and then give these interviews and investors calls a listen, and of course, read its filings. With that, we wrap up today's piece. Thank you for your support and constructive feedback. We are literally better investors because of your interactions. So thank you. All we hope is that something we provide in these weekly pieces helps you in your journey as well. See you all next Saturday.